Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey, Marianne. I'm happy to see you. Mm-hmm. It's always so special. I enjoy our show. This mm-hmm. is fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's yeah. so fun to get together and talk about these really important things. Yeah. It's really neat. I like that about our personalities. We have both had a life of ministry. You're mm-hmm. a pastor as mm-hmm. well as a psychologist, which are both types of ministries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. helping heal mm-hmm. people and give your story where you've overcome and what mm-hmm. you've learned about overcoming mm-hmm. and me too mm-hmm. and that's I think what life is a lot about like just mm-hmm. hearing what you've suffered and right. what somebody else has mm-hmm. learned and they mm-hmm. can share their learning with you to help you yeah. rise up yes mm-hmm. so today is about that about overcoming right Mm-hmm. Boy, it's so important. I mean, we're faced with so many challenges in our lives, and we want to be able to overcome. We want to be able to kind of engage in a process where, you know, you have something that disrupts your plan, maybe even part of your plan, but the experience of it is a challenge, maybe even more challenging than you thought it would be. And do you give up? How do you react in those situations? Sometimes we do need to adjust, avoid, take a turn. And other times we need to just figure out a way to continue on. So how do we do that? I think that's such a great question. Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. Like that there even is a how. Mm-hmm. I think there's one kind of cry that the voice inside has when you say the word how. Mm. The answer inside that responds in darkness is impossible. Mm-hmm. And that's not accurate. Mm. There is a real how. Right. And so when you say how, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this mm-hmm. is a question. Right. There is an answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yay. Amen. Yeah, there is an answer. One of the things to think about in a situation when you're feeling overcome, when you're feeling overwhelmed, is the difference between thinking about something and really processing something. So usually when you're in a crisis, our ability to think about something actually in some ways increases. We will fixate on it. Our minds will go to the topic and often we become obsessed with it. We can't get away from it. But it's extremely unpleasant when we do because it's a problem. It takes away your ability to sleep or concentrate on things. People will come to me, you know, looking for help. And they'll say, you know, I'm thinking about this all the time. And I'll say something back like, we need to think about it even more. We need to think about it. But they'll be like, I I think about it all the time, Cyrus. I don't want to think about it more. It's like, well, usually when people are in that crisis, they just touch it and run, touch it and run. They'll touch it and then they'll watch TV. They'll touch it and then they'll distract themselves in some way. And what I want to do with people when they're in that situation, when they're feeling overwhelmed, is to actually engage in really thinking about it in a deeper, creative way. But in order to do that, we can't be panicked. We can't be emotionally overwhelmed. We have to be able to regulate ourselves, to be able to calm ourselves down. Because we usually have what we need. We usually have the knowledge or the skills in order to solve the problem, but we can't actually use any of those things because we're panicked. So the big step in overcoming is to be able to regulate yourself in that moment in order to be able to to engage with it and actually solve the problem. That is really important. I agree. When you are succumbing to panic, Mm. one of the ways that you might speak to yourself is despair to yourself. Mm. One common word that a person can be riddled with in the darkness is 
the word never. Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. this is never going to change. And giving in to mm-hmm. a thought of despair and recycling that, rehearsing the negative, which just leads to more of that mm. sense of this isn't going to get solved. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think panic ends up feeling like is this isn't going to get solved this Mm. is a doomed situation Mm -hmm. and it is something to realize that Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. happening in Mm -hmm. your mind and body is you're feeling this way Mm. oh that's not actually the reality because Mm. this too shall pass right yes doomed feeling Mm -hmm. is not eternal it doesn't have to be right. i like this one song i'm gonna play it today by rob nash new song new album Woo! <laughs> he wrote a song called overcome and he has this line take my hand mm. and it's like yeah up out of and it's an answer to never mm. it's like I'm reaching up out of mm. believing there's an other side of mm-hmm. this darkness that is not eternal is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. I think you're so right. I mean, how do we calm ourselves in that moment in order to be able to engage in a process? And I think that's a huge one is just to have hope of like, this is not forever. There is going to be an end to this. There will be coming out of the other side of this. And that can be hard to see in the moment. One of the things that can be helpful to be able to see that again is relationship. Relationship is so important in order for us to be able to manage these situations, in order to be able to regulate ourselves, in order to be able to have hope. I was telling you just before we started that my pool sprung a leak. It's a new pool, and we don't know anything about pools, really. We're learning, and now I have to learn about leaks, and this happened late last night. And we have pipes that run underground and under cement. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, the leak's in one of these. And then that was a pretty fast leak. And it actually does seem to be probably one of the worst pipes, you know, going under cement and through cement and all this stuff. So I got Natasha outside with me. It was late at night because I was, you know, fiddling around. But I, I was like, I just need you to be out here. And I was explaining everything to her. And she knew she wasn't there really to help solve the problem, really. But she was there because I needed somebody there in order to regulate myself so that I wasn't in a panic. I wasn't just processing things on the surface. I was actually able to process things in a deeper way. So if you're feeling that like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. This is something that will never end. This is something that's going to ruin my life. It's so important to be in relationship with somebody who can help to stabilize you so that you can engage in that process in a deeper way, in a more meaningful way, and that you can see that hope on the other side. I can see that because there's a sense of responsibility with another person Mm. that you're guarding your panic in a way because Mm -hmm. now you have someone there that is maybe a little bit relying on a sense of stability so it Mm. gives you that comfort Mm. and helps you to exactly regulate and Mm -hmm. keep yourself somewhat stable. I love that because we want to support each other. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's where a loving Mm -hmm. relationship Mm -hmm. is so Mm -hmm. powerful because now you have each other side by side in the stress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's hard is when both of you all of a sudden start seeing the deer. (laughs) (laughs) When you're both in that state. (laughs) (laughs) Which happens as well. Sure. And so in that moment, too, it's like, well, you have each other looking Mm. like deer in the headlights. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I think even then it can be helpful. Like you said, uh, even when you're both panicked, it can be helpful to at least be panicked with somebody else who's panicked. 
But you're right, it is better to have somebody there who can be calm in that moment and ground you to reality, a bigger reality, to what life is really about and what's really important in life. Like, for example, with this pool again, it's just like, Cyrus, why are you so panicked about a pool? And that'd be a great question. It's just a great question. Why am I panicked at night about a pool? There's really no good answer to that question other than the fact that I'm in a panic about a pool. But when you're able to take a view of life and connect with deeper things, so often the things in our life fall into that category of, why are you panicked about this? Does it really matter? That's just such a great perspective to have when you're dealing with something that feels overwhelming. Because so often, it's not. It's actually not that important. But I mean, the sense of panic is the sense of your incapability. Mm, mm -hmm. And so right away, the feeling of I have to rise up to this Mm. challenge and I don't know how, I'm overwhelmed. And so that feeling of weakness is shame. It's attached Mm. to this sense of Mm -hmm. I can't Mm. and I'm supposed to be stronger. And so there's a lot of resentment that goes on back to yourself. And so I think that that's Mm -hmm. what happens. That's what perpetuates some of that and why it's so important to lift up your hand out of the Mm -hmm. drowning feeling is to reach for another hand Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that it isn't all on you and that you don't have Mm -hmm. to be almighty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as incapable as you're feeling in that moment, you don't have to handle it most of the time. You don't have to handle it all on your own. And I mean, even in those moments, you know, you get to those extreme places where it's like, well, what if I do have to handle it all alone, Cyrus? And what if it is really important? It's not just a pool leak. It's something bigger. That's often where people do draw in a relationship with God. Because when you look at things from an eternal perspective, then it's hard to find things that we need to panic about. And when you have something on your side that is more powerful than you like you were saying it's like you don't feel powerful in the face of this thing maybe you can find another person but maybe nobody can fix this you can have god on your side that kind of spiritual backup can help you to regulate and to overcome to get through that moment Mm -hmm. when it feels like there is no hope well that's what this song is about here's rob nash with overcome hey there we're back And we are talking about how to overcome. At the end of that song, we had this really wonderful kind of overwhelmed by what you've done transition where now we are entering into what we were just talking about before we played the song was God being the one there for you that reaches Mm. his hand towards you when you lift up your hand out of that experience. Mm. And now, wow. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Life can be a gift. I can see clearly now the rain has gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I agree. I think that, you know, sometimes those overwhelmed states bring us to a place where we actually learn how to take care of ourselves. And when we come out of that overwhelmed experience, we take those resources with us. Like, oh, you know, like, I figured something out. I figured I can make it. I figured, oh, I can do this with my friend or with my relationship. It's like, oh, I actually have God on my side. Mm -hmm. And not only do you have that in that moment of despair or darkness, but then you get to carry that forward of like, I'm not alone. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing to take out of a tragedy. It's like, actually, I'm not alone. I know that for me, oftentimes the challenges in life have been the things that have helped me to have 
the greatest confidence afterwards when you are able to manage something when you feel that backup in your life when you feel like you've got people who care about you when you feel like oh i have god who takes care of me it could be terrible to go through those things but afterwards if you can pull through with those resources it actually leaves you with a blessing in the end yeah i agree pull through with resources we have resources mm -hmm. i know one great resource is the very wisdom from people who are growing and learning mm. and know and can share their path like mm. you and i mm -hmm. have had some hardships and mm -hmm. even much greater than a leak in a pool mm -hmm. <laughs> and we have seen the other side we've been able to walk through and overcome and we have that and a lot of us for you and i know is because we have this relationship with god that mm -hmm. we seek his counsel and his wisdom and something that's on my heart now is wisdom. There's the whole entire many chapter book of Proverbs that mm -hmm. has a lot of nuggets. And I thought, well, this is kind of the thing, like to be able to come to understanding and learn mm -hmm. through one man's God-given wisdom is King Solomon. Mm -hmm. And so I thought I would read one of his chapters in Proverbs 13. It says, a wise son heeds his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Mm -hmm. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. A righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. There is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing, and one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. The ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor does not hear rebuke. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out by pride comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. He who despises the word will be destroyed, but he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. Good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador brings health. Poverty and shame will come to him who disdains correction, but he who regards a rebuke will be honored. A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Evil pursues sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. Much food is in the fallow ground of the poor, and for lack of justice there is waste. He who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. The righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul, but the stomach of the wicked shall be in want. And mm. 
that was Proverbs 13. Mm. Some people may have heard some of those verses. And thought, mm-hmm. Well, that's very poetic and very ancient. <laughs> and very, you know, not really worth something for me right now. This is 2020. Mm-hmm. Reading from a thousands-year-old book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. There's this little thought of like, yeah, you can be dismissive, but what if mm. just held something close to your heart from what you were reading in those words? What if something was the wisdom you needed? What if you learned mm. something that that man who was called one of the wisest that mm. ever lived mm-hmm. learned and shared in those writings in the book of Proverbs? And if mm-hmm. you ate any of that, like took it as food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, that's what words are. Words that have life, anyhow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those words do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I think that the ability to take those kinds of things in, right, to think deeply about those kinds of truths is something that we can all practice, that we can guide our lives by, that we can put into our bones. And then when the trouble comes, we're not left without a rudder. We have something to guide us. We have these practices that we can rest on. So I love that idea of just meditating on these things in order to help us to live our lives in a wise way. Yeah. Wisdom is a way to overcome. But wisdom Mm -hmm. doesn't just happen through experience, like Mm. a physical experience, an emotional experience. A lot of times wisdom is much deeper is what Mm. gets you through Mm -hmm. to overcome. That's where we're talking about that spiritual life Mm. that is given. Mm -hmm. It's a new life that you can receive. Mm. And it's a gift. It's something you receive. It's not something that you have to strive for or work for. And that's where the simplicity of life and the simplicity of God Mm. makes things all right. Mm. And it's just like, well, that's too easy. (laughs) (laughs) it can feel too easy and in some ways some of the greatest things in life are very simple like when people come for help they're often not having trouble understanding it's actually being able to do it and so the simplicity of the truths of life are there but the idea is to actually practice them and meditate on them to get them into yourself you could say to yourself well i could read proverbs later you could But you're going to be in that crisis. It's going to be hard to take those simple things into your life. What you want to do is you want to take them and eat them, like you said, so that they're there when the storm comes. Yeah. Talking about eating, when we eat food, we're supposed to chew for a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That aids in digestion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, what, what was it, like 36, 46? I heard somebody say you should chew for a whole minute. Whoa. Yeah really get so your your digestive juices in your mouth are doing the work (laughs) oh dear (laughs) oh well actually that's what meditation is Mm, yeah it's like chewing for a really long time yes it's like chewing for a very long time allowing your brain to bring it into itself and we need to do more of that we need to chew on our life and i think maybe that's been a theme of like just going into it and not just skipping over it, not just swallowing it. Yeah, you can have a sore stomach <laughs> bypassing some of the process of learning. Mm. Learning is good, it's good, it's good. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can overcome. Thanks, Cyrus. Mm, thank you, Marianne. Well, that was an honor to get to spend that time with you. Appreciate you tuning in. 
please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. You are very welcome to come and join Maplecrest Church services 10 a.m. Sunday mornings at the Park Theatre, 698 Osborne Street in Winnipeg. We look forward to seeing you. Thanks again and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose. Hate